Lay it all on the table. All I'm gonna say is, I am American, American, American. 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 Yeah, wow. yeah. And remember, no judgment, no hesitations, no filter, and just lay it all on the table. Welcome back to another episode of Lay It on the Table. My name is Therese. It's Mark. I'm Eduardo. And this is Erica. Guys, you know what the deal is? One topic brings. One host brings the topic to the table. Oh my God. I've been so in- inactive for so long. I forgot how to do this mm, spiel. Exactly, girl. I'm calling, I'm putting it out there before any of you guys say it. <laughs> um, but before any good stuff happens, guys, if you have any time and want to support our podcast, please like and review us on Spotify, Apple Music, or Instagram. Follow it there. Keep putting us on the map because we need the support that we can get. Yes. yes, at Lay It All On The Table, Please people, do. look mm-hmm. it up and, you know, let, Share the, it. let the gang know how you feel about these episodes and let's chat out there. Without further ado, let's go to our first segment. Have you ever? Oh, yes. Hell no. Mm, maybe. Shh. Have you ever felt like you didn't belong in a place? Ooh, mm. I'm gonna let you guys <laughs> think about that a little bit so I can start. Mm. And this is gonna be like a little bit sad, I guess. <laughs> but this is me during my childhood. And I think it was just the moment in time where I was like the fifth kid. Mm-hmm. Take it back to like way, way, like maybe one year older, even earlier than that, younger than that. But I was mostly raised by my nanny from like one to two years old. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought you. <laughs> What? I thought you said erased. I'm like, ooh, juicy. Erased (laughs) by your nanny. What daughter? I don't see a young one. (laughs) The nanny told you erased. No, raised by my nanny. Uh So I can't. (laughs) (laughs) And that's some real drama. Yeah. So all of us have like nannies, but like they kind of like leave us after like three or four years old. But this nanny mm-hmm. was like mine. And when she took care of me, she actually took me to her house and let, let her let me play with her kids and like her grandkids. So I felt like I belong there in a little sense. Like they were like my family, you know, and my mm-hmm. my my brothers and sisters and all that. So I felt like I grew up in her house for a little bit. And even though I was so young, I kind of still remember it. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered a time when sometimes, like maybe three or four years old, I would get this really random, scary feeling that I just was going to get taken. Oh. Yeah. and Like kidnapped? <laughs> or by her? Or like not, not taken, like I'm going to get snatched, but in, a, in a, like an easy feeling where I'm like, oh, I don't belong or something like that. Like I remembered mm. having that and <laughs> I remembered watching cartoons with crystal one day and i had that feeling like it's like a really split second but you get like overwhelmed by it and then i was like oh and then i was like sad a little bit and crystal was like what happened and i was like oh you know that feeling that you get sometimes and i feel like it's like when you sneeze or something like people know what it feels but she's like what do you mean like i don't get that feeling and i was like huh weird i think i know what you're talking about i mean it might be it might be triggered by something different for everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still mm-hmm. don't know mine. Because I think that one time something triggered me that really got me very emotional, right? Uh-huh. But I still can't put a finger on what exactly it was that triggered. Is it the one when you cried? The yeah. When we put all your stuff in your car? Yeah. But there's so many things that hap- that were happening during that time. So I can't... Like you, 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 you know what that... F- 
what causes that feeling. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what that's for me because there were so many things happening at that time that I'm like, it could have been this, it could have been this. But anyways, back to your story. Yeah. So you know <laughs> what I mean? But it's like, Little I tangent. don't know. Like, I don't know what it triggers it, but I had that feeling. And I remembered having that because I felt like I grew up in her household and out of nowhere, I don't know what happened. Like some, some weird family issue happened or maybe... Maybe it was something politics-wise and they needed to keep me safe. So they took me from her house and after that, I never saw her again. (gasps) And I think like, not, not because like, they didn't want me to see her I felt like she's like oh we don't need you anymore she's like pretty grown up already I was probably like four or five years old so I like I didn't need a nanny because I was going to school anyway so yeah like I just remembered like oh that's weird like my normal isn't a normal anymore and like this is my house and this is my family actually and they're not Mm -hmm. a part of my family so kind of dissociating that um so yeah it was really kind of like weird Damn. Yeah, that's probably like the the biggest thing for your parents was like, okay, you're probably getting some sort of emotional connection already with these people that are not even your actual family. That's why they have to like pull you back from it and be like, hey, we are your family. Mm. You know, maybe yeah. that's because, yeah, if you've stayed with your nanny for that amount of time, then as at a very young age, you get to. Um, you get like, attachment. Yes. Yeah. And you form that bond with them. That's one of my favorite things from the movie that help. Like mm. just to see how like some of these kids really are raised by their nannies. And then that nanny gets taken away or that nanny moves on to a different child. And like they take it hard because it's like they were the ones put them to sleep or yes. um, yeah. picking them up when they were crying or all those little moments that they remember. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because today someone told me, um, someone from work told me about this book. It's called... I don't know what it's called actually, but it's something about <laughs> it's called it's called I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but I think it's the body remembers or the body something to something that. like mm-hmm. and pretty much the book is all about how the body remembers everything. Mm-hmm. Like emotionally oh. and physically. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And they said it's um the person that told me about it, they said it's a really hard book to read because like it, it really goes in and how like you know trauma and like all these things and how just the body remembers everything so kind of also just like our senses you know when you kind of like remember a smell or hear something kind of mm. brings you back to a specific yeah. times when you're like oh my god i remember everything yeah yeah mm-hmm. so very yeah. true very that's true. my little spiel my little story about like not being belongingness but i i outgrew it and i realized mm-hmm. like oh these are actually my family and like <laughs> it was weird with first seeing her after like a long time without mm-hmm. seeing my nanny and she came back and she was like oh my god you're here you're so grown up and blah blah, yeah. blah. and i didn't know what to feel if i was like oh like i miss you i'm so happy to see you i felt like wow you you left me and didn't say anything and now you're all you're happy back. in my face like how dare you do that yeah. you know and then after a while, i was like oh now i know the reason and like yeah. i know it's you know it's not her fault it's not like anyone's mm-hmm. fault it was just yeah that particular situation mm-hmm. I, I can see. go next um the one time i felt I, I didn't belong was when i went to college so I went to Savannah College of Art and Design and it's an art school, mm-hmm. like all things that have to do with art. So people go there for, for painting, fashion sculpture, design. fashion, accessory design, photography, um, film, which is what I went for. But I had never done film before. So I really like I loved movies and I had done like 
theater in high school, mm -hmm. um, but I had never done film. So I really was going here not knowing what I was getting myself into, but I really knew I wanted to do film instead of just acting. Um, and for my school, the basic classes, you know, normal universities have like English and like, like the prereqs, like the prereqs and stuff. At um, SCAD, which is a college I went to, our prereqs were drawing, like um, graphic design. So like it was more artistic um, mm -hmm. approach. Yeah, approach. And I just remember being in like this drawing classes and like um, I had a color theory class and then I had a class like it wasn't sculpturing, but we made like molding. All, no, it was like we made all these things out of like um, like the like wood or, oh, or okay. chicken wire. Like it was like different um, things like that. And these people were just talented, especially in my drawing class. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, we've seen your drawing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you finished that class? I get you. Exactly. And like these people. <laughs> he got a degree. <laughs> How did they let you pass? <laughs> like, I remember walking in and like these people, it wasn't like, oh, we're getting started with like drawing four lines here and we're going to build off of that. No, it was, we walked in first day, there was this huge um, pile of like different stuff in the center of the room. And then there was all these um, easels all around the thing. So depending on where you sat, you had to draw whatever was on in front of you. So uh, whatever was in your vision, that's what you drew. Mm -hmm. um, and these people were so talented and everybody in the class, which I think maybe I just got stuck in a class where everybody had some kind of experience drawing huh. or obviously a, a lot of these majors do call for like drawing because if you're a fashion designer, if you're an accessory, it's like you're not a drawer, but your career kind of calls for a little bit of drawing experience. Little so point, Yeah. Point is like, I just feel so out of place. And I was like, I don't think I can like, I don't know what am I doing here? Um, like I'm not as talented as these people are. Like these people definitely probably have been drawing for a long time or do or been doing graphic design or been doing photography and like I'm coming in here not Green. really not really having experience like even like people in my film class, like they were like, Oh yeah, like I took a film class in high school or I made my own little movies or like my parents bought me a camera when I was nine years old and I've been like doing home videos and that. it's like they all had a story like that and I yeah. just did not. And wow. I was like, I did theater and that was it. And like, you know, I did tech theater and stuff. Um, so it's just, at first it really, I felt out of place and stuff. Intimidated. Um, yeah, intimidated. And um, it was just really overwhelming. Like, I do remember like calling my mind. I was like, I don't, like, I don't think I can do this. And it mm -hmm. was, because it was straight from the beginning. It was already like all the classes were like, we're doing projects, projects. We're not learning the basic stuff here of like, oh, damn. Of, like, oh, this is, you know, this is how you draw a line and this is how you shade. And like, it was like, like, like we were learning. Here's the thing, go yeah, do like, it. Yeah, we were kind of learning that, but it was like, at least it was like, you're already drawing this. So it's mm -hmm. not like. It's not a baby step. Yeah. So it was very um, overwhelming and I just felt really out of place. But at the same time, I was like, I know I won this and I know like I, I'm a fast learner and like I can, I can do this and I really put my mind to it and stuff. And luckily, like, you know, and like all the professors were very, um, they're hands on. Yeah. Very hands on because like classes were very small. So like my biggest class in college was 20 people oh, compared wow. to like some of nice. these universities that you walk in and literally it's an auditorium of people. people yeah. The largest class at SCAD is like 20 people. So it's very small. Oh, and like, wow. I just remember my professor being like, um, be like, okay, I, 
I can tell this is advanced for you. So he set up like <laughs> Did a little. Did you show your um, <laughs> illustration? Here's a little glass of water. Sketches. <laughs> well, no, illustration. Because we did the first drawing, and then he. They're and like, then, oh, definitely not, <laughs> not advanced. Jk, I'm just well, kidding. No, we, we did. So we did the first drawing, and I tried my best. You know, it was yeah. mostly lines and things like that. And the way my school works is like you hang everything in front of the classroom, and it gets critiqued by everybody. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> they were like, oh, abstract. <laughs> no, no it's, you, you, you laughed, but the professor was like, yeah. what part of the sculpture is that? <laughs> and I had to show him, like, this one. He's like, oh, I see that. If the, you squint I had, real hard. I had a bicycle wheel. He's like, oh, I see the circle. He's like, I see your, you know, like depiction of, uh, yeah. of um, your sketch here. Yeah, and I think that's why, like, I... I when it comes to criticism, I'm very like when I give criticism and when I receive it, like I really don't care because I went to school that every single project got criticized no matter what, like mm-hmm. in front of the classroom. So um, and then he said a little like thing on the side with like a cube, uh, a cone. It was like shapes. But like he he wanted me to focus more on like learning to shade and learning, you know, the the shadow where the shadows coming from. Yeah. So. My mom still has this, and my mom has one of my drawings hanging. He showed it to me. Yeah. It was pretty good, I'd say. But that, Wait, what happened that to was, all that abilities, that was, though? That was my fifth one. What happened to oh, what? That was the fifth what one. What happened to everything that, that you learned? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I see. That was freshman year. So, you know, after that, you kind of <laughs> let it go. <laughs> I kind of want to do um, a, a sketch or, like, drawing class all together. We can do sip and we wine. We should do that. That would yes. be fun. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. anyway, that was a time. But, like you said, eventually I was like, no, like, I... I definitely belong here and I want to be here. So I overcame <laughs> okay, that. But okay. at first I was, it was very overwhelming hearing all these people, you know, going around the classroom, telling their story and how they, they fell in love with what they do. And it was like, Oh, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I love wow. watching movies. I don't know. <laughs> Are we watching the Devil's War podcast? That's why they call it art, though. It's your own interpretation. Yes. And that's true. And, like, honestly, like, people really do have their... I mean, I I saw so many different things. Mm -hmm. So many different. But it was like, everybody was so talented. (laughs) Abstract. Yeah. I I can go next. Okay. Uh, The time that I felt, like... um, What was the question? You didn't belong. Are you sure you want to go next? (laughs) No, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, was I remember this uh, very vividly was when I was in third grade oh wow um, yeah we just had moved to our province in the Philippines mm-hmm. and you know we had to like sign into a new class and all of that to the new school and my dad was like okay you know he registered me and did everything like he needed for school and things like that and my dad was told that third graders wear shorts <laughs> <laughs> and very specific oh, no. third graders wear shorts yes well no, you some, know, there's like some a, schools are like that yeah up they, to like sixth grade you wear this and then when you're high school you know exactly different. the school uniform what did you wear so i no my dad got me uniform he like tailored it to my height because i was Cute. a very little kid and i showed up in the first day and literally all the boys were wearing pants. Yeah. Oh no. And I was just like so embarrassed and I'm just like, can I go home now? <laughs> I do not belong here. 
Well, because that's what the teacher told my dad. So I showed up in there like, I'm ready. I'm excited to go to school. And then like everybody was like wearing pants. But literally, as soon as I got home, I'm like, I don't want to go back to school if I'm wearing shorts tomorrow. (laughs) So literally the same day, I think my dad went and like got me pants so that I can wear them for the rest of the week. But, you know, being at school and like, Seeing all like your friends and like you're supposed to be new friends that you know you never knew. <laughs> He's I never the weird knew. kid. He has yeah. shorts. This kid does not belong to this grade. He belongs <laughs> to the one before it. But uh, yeah, I was like, my dad was just like, okay, well, don't worry, we'll get you shorts. But I felt so out of place, and I was just like really shy that day. And I kind of just like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here in the side, <laughs> not stand my, up, my own business. Yeah. Well, it's so funny how you remember this detail. It must have been traumatic, traumatic for you to, <laughs> yeah. for you to it like. It is traumatizing. Yes. Right now. <laughs> Literally when I said that word, you're like, <laughs> and you remember the whole, the whole thing that you were short yes. during third grade. You should have mm-hmm. painted with a marker, but like, I wore pants. <laughs> Good thing you didn't got teased or any, anything. Luckily, no. That's good. Uh, yes. But, I mean, I think I definitely, you know, I've got some looks. And I think, <laughs> I you know, some like looks. side eyes of like, hmm, who's this kid? And, you know, I was new in school. I was wearing shorts. And I was like, oh, my God. At least they weren't your kind of shorts you wear now, like booty shorts. Imagine oh, that. <laughs> I would have gotten a lot of looks. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was my short little bit. Cute, cute. Um, Okay, mine is. I I I don't know if you guys have felt this too. It was, uh, it was not super recent, but it happened during my adulthood, and it's something that me and Eduardo have talked. And I know that it's you know like it's on me too, Mm -hmm. because I guess like like stormy, like the temperament, like my mood kind of like changes. uh, Yeah, like changes. Like sometimes I'm extrovert, sometimes I'm introvert. Like it depends. Slow bipolar. It 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 depends on like (laughs) I guess uh, the situation. But I remember when. But we already talked about this, me and Eduardo. But like when we went to Texas, I think it was like the first or second time. And then he met up with his friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I got really into my head, and I got really closed off uh, for Mm. some reason you know like when you know like all of them are like talking about like their high school stuff and i'm just like sitting there and i'm like oh i don't at first like i was like interacting and i was just like very quiet and i feel like oh i don't really know like how to you know like uh, talk or like insert because like i don't really know exactly um like what happened like Mm -hmm. in like those situations i mean they're all like very nice and like eduardo always like asked me if i'm okay and stuff but there had been like times that I'm like, oh, I should just probably like should have not come here because like I can't really like uh, relate. But I know it's just uh, it's just in your head. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in my head. But I think that's like the the recent one that I remember in terms of um, like not doesn't feel really like belong. Yeah, I belong in like the group or what. I mean, sometimes I could see that like you know when you're in a totally different setting and then you don't know anyone except Eduardo, that it might be a little hard to associate like engage in the conversation especially if they're talking like they're being nostalgic about yeah, the olden days everything. and like <laughs> yeah, I know. at least it's in English though <laughs> when I went to the Philippines I know True. I know you were gonna mention that but I feel like everyone at one point had like that to. feeling yes, and it's like something that they just have to cope up but that was like one thing that I remember clearly I mean I was gonna say that I think it's something we experience all the time 
when I started going to the gym at first, I didn't feel like I, when I first got mm-hmm. to, you know, work, I didn't feel like it's like I feel like every new place. The first every, yeah, it's I think it's something that you experience now. But obviously, there's just those moments where you're like or like that you remember most. But I think it's definitely something no matter if you are like an extrovert or whatever, I feel like you kind of experience it for a second, but I think extrovert are able to overcome it a little faster than an introvert person is. Mm. True. I'd say I'm ambivert. Same. Mm-hmm. But it depends, I guess. But it depends. <laughs> <laughs> depends. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Rolling arms. <laughs> um, um, I love the story because I feel like this goes to my main topic about belongingness and being in the place um, that I also want to share between you and the podcast and to all the listeners out there. And I want to tell you guys that I am officially a U.S. citizen. Woo! Woo! Getting that blue passport. American, American, yes, American. Yes, yes. yes. American. <laughs> and I guess the whole... My, what I it's more personal and you guys can jump in with your own experiences and tell your own story but like looking back I feel left out I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> True. I mean. well, it's, not, it's not about being American it's my main <laughs> topic is my main topic is just I just realized that when I got my citizenship the other day was that wow I've been here for six six years now and I felt like before, like this day, like wouldn't have come, you know, like I literally came to the LA on a whim thinking like, oh, I'll just explore it there and see how it goes so far. And now six years later, like I couldn't imagine my life like this right now. Yeah. Not like, living in being LA. Being apart, like um, meeting you guys actually have a close knit family here and like having a job and having my cousins, like pretty established for most parts. And I'm like, wow, like somehow in that moment as I got my citizen passport it was just a conclusion like wow I actually did all that and I'm so happy and so glad to be here right now Mm -hmm. and meeting all these people around me (laughs) like you guys (laughs) I tribute to (laughs) y'all and yeah like just grew yeah and it's like sprouted still still no regrets (laughs) you know I still like I still love all my journey and all that like even with with happy and hardships and all that it's it's not the same if I didn't have the other so um yeah I just want to put it out there if you guys want to I mean it makes me happy because that means you got to stay bitch (laughs) (laughs) there's no like oh I'm going back or I'm or I'm being sent back and stuff Mm. I was gonna say damn girl six years that's nothing I waited 26 years So I'm on true. my 11th year. <laughs> I think I'm on my ninth. About to be nine. Wow. Yeah. You guys yeah. are crazy. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, and you know, it's very fortunate but that. it's so um, true. Yeah. It, it happened. And for you, the the experience was so much different than when I did. I know. We all have different experiences. Yeah. So I did mine like four years ago. Yeah, like four years ago. Before the pandemic. Yeah, this was like before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I remember I got my letter for my interview. I went in and then after my interview, I was like, you pass, but you still have to come back and do the oath. You'll get a letter for that. So I got the letter for the invitation to show up at the Civic Center and Work. yeah on a date time <laughs> and it was like a graduation because there yeah. was there was about so many people there was some there was you know probably like 2000 people or something like that and um it was we're all sitting in chairs just a lot of people and then um yeah i had to do my swearing and stuff and then afterwards you walk to a table and they give you a thing so that was my experience and then erica recently got hers or not recently but 
I got year, it. Like when did I got it? Over a year it? ago. Yeah, over a year ago. But it was during. It was it like was, during COVID. It was also different because it was around 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020. Um, and I got the interview. And then I went back for the oath taking, but it was during COVID, so everything's kind of closed. So I went back to the same building where they, where I got help for like the interview. On a different day, though. Yeah, and then I walked in there five minutes, just go to like different booths and stuff, and that was it. Like Eduardo dropped me off, and what? yeah, like Eduardo dropped me off, and then. After like five minutes, like like, I'm done. Can you can you pick me up? It really <laughs> yeah. was. It was really no one. Like you just go there, you give your green green card, and then like okay, you raise your hand, you do the all taking, and then you take a picture. That was it. You're and done. Wow. There was literally no one. I was wow. about to go drive to little Tokyo and like get down get and the, get something. Go, go park and the car. I'm not even. I'm not even like near little Tokyo. She's like, okay, I'm done. What? And I was like, yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm well, like, why did go. I even go back? I should have done it on the same day. And then for you, Thurs. For me, I, I, before this, I had my biometrics, not, not thinking that that was going to be what's going to be on your passport. Oh, it's not going to be in your passport. No, it's no, not. No. Oh, thank God. Because no, I no, was no. like, oh, it's the no. two by two that you gave that you give them. them. Okay, mm-hmm. perfect. Because I was not ready when I got my biometrics. <laughs> and like, you can clearly see on my naturalization certificate was that I ain't ready. I was like, I look like a schoolgirl, like barely 18. Middle school. Middle school, you're barely 18. I was like, mm, happy to be here. Thank you. Um, but and then on top of that, I got my interview um, maybe like four months later. Mm-hmm. Got, and then once I passed the interview, oh, my interview. I waited for so long and I got my interviewer. She was partially deaf. Oh. So there were like three people in the room and she was oh. like, OK, um, uh, these people are going to um, help me do interpret interpret for me so you have to speak loudly and clearly so that they can let me know what you said and do that so i was in this little tiny room it was really at the back of the building mm-hmm. and then it was in a corner office and it's like she's, she's asking me all these questions and i was like really scared nervous but i like just answered it answered it and then after that um it was all good they were like Congratulations, you're a U.S. citizen. I was like, what does it work? And then they were like, go down to the first floor. You're going to get your oath taking right there and then. And then so I hung out for like maybe two hours. And then they called my name. I was like, okay, that's it. Put your, your take your oath taking, and this is your naturalization, and you're you're a citizen now. Nice. So wow. it happened all in one day. I, I didn't have so to good. go back. You know what's also crazy though, because yeah, your biometrics was like four months ago, and then you got your appointment so quick. Yeah, my biometrics it was over a year. I did my biometrics, and then like almost a year, I think a year and like almost a year and a half before oh, wow. I got my interview. Mine like nine months before I got my interview. Yeah, that's long. Uh, I was also Trump. Yeah, mm. that was during Trump. Trump didn't, yeah. didn't want to give nobody nothing. Right. Yeah, it was during that <laughs> the day. Yeah. So, yeah, it was too. F- it was fast, but it happened. Mm-hmm. Even my parents were like shocked. We're like, you didn't even tell us you got your interview. You know, it's like Aww. I was just kind of like going through it, you know, and like doing it. I didn't want to take it and not fail and fail and be like, oh, I didn't get it. So I always mm. just want to like make sure I get it before I tell them. And I like, wonder how they feel. I know. Because it definitely is one of those things. Oh, you've talked to them, right? Yeah, I've talked to them. But I feel like they're not going to tell her, like, oh. I mean, they might. But, I mean, it's different. for. I feel like for her, because her parents, you know, are are back in the Philippines. Yeah. Are back in the Philippines. And, like, her becoming a U.S. citizen, it it is, in a way, permanent. And, like... Yes. You you can 
you can go back to Philippines, but the most you can be there is like 90 days or, you know, something like that. Yeah, you can yeah. be long. So it's definitely, it's definitely a, more of a permanent thing. So it's, I wonder how they feel knowing that, you know. True, but I think when I came here, the angle was to get it. Mm-hmm. So it's not a question of, oh, she's coming back, she's coming back. Like, I would always visit them, but I get you, like the big picture of it all was that like, oh, I'm staying here permanently now and kind yeah. of just visit them whenever I have the time and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. It's so crazy that to get um, citizenship, you have to wait like more than five years of residency here before yeah. you apply. It's such like a long time. When I got my green card, I'm like, oh, five more years. Right. Because I feel and like they like want to like establish, yeah. you know, you they want you to establish a life in here. Like, oh, is this something that you actually want to do in the long term? Yeah. Because also I feel like there's a lot of like privileges that comes with it. With being like an American citizen, you get to like travel countries that you don't require visas as much and things like that. Yeah. So that might be the only privilege. <laughs> Everybody paid taxes. Everybody, honestly. True. Yeah. yeah but Imagine like, if you became a citizen, they're like, so your taxes is less. You know, but there's, that would be there's nice. no real privileges. Except True. like whenever we we visit other countries, we come back and me and Mark always have to go to the other that's line true, and true. be like, they're going to have to wait for us for like an extra 30 minutes because the line is fucking long. That is yes. true. Honestly, like and the line. Traveling wise, there's definitely yeah. immigration yes. for you. A citizen is really quick compared yeah. to green card. Like they really question you during green card days. Yeah, literally everything. I mean, I'm still in the process of getting my citizenship. In the process, he hasn't even started. <laughs> he tried to you know, start his application. I needed to get to a place of where I'm at now to be able to apply for citizenship. So I had to like do in, like go to the immigrations like buildings and like do interview. <laughs> Like do interviews with it's these the people. It's the same immigration building. I feel like Mark's process. He's be getting interviewed by different kind of people. <laughs> no, he's like I have to go through the through the um, custodian to just meet the person. I feel like you always have some crazy stories with your stuff. For Come, real, Mark's predicament is, is really very special, though. So that's why getting him a green card yeah. was like a big win for him yeah. to be able to li- yeah. live and. I, I mean, like right now, Mark, you don't even have to wait five another five years because you've literally lived here for eleven years, and you were you were there when I took my I did the process and everything, and not not long if you do it now, the next thing you know, you can be a, he's a citizen too. I know, but we can true. travel to Ibiza, party there, mm-hmm. Europe. I'm working on it. Took a pill. I'm digging into my brains to answer those questions. He yeah. really needs to have energy to answer it because it's it, a lot of questions. It's but it's interesting. You know, though. No. The question was like, when did you move here? He was like, I can't answer that right now. I have to take a break. I have to take. A you break. have to do within like a weekend, I think. Like you I morning, need to be like a whole day event. Yeah, like, for me. Morning, you have like all day. your stuff. Like I'm ready to do this and knock it no, out. No, because I have to do some digging. So I'm like, oh my god, what did I do that time? I think I have to go through my photos to like, okay, I need this needs to be accurate for me to Yeah, it be, has to be accurate. You know. Because they ask you exactly the date. Yeah. Exactly. And I can't just be like, oh, I don't know, something about this month and this year. But they know? only require you like for a five year stay and like traveling and all that. And but, only when you leave the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Instagram archives actually did help me answer if my date was correct. Because the passport sometimes they like make it yeah. mixed up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, when, when did when yeah. that happen? Right, yeah. So you have to keep flipping pages and you're not sure. So you what, just want to confirm. What I did before is like, because someone told me already that uh, we 
we're gonna put like all the dates so every time i leave out of the country all my flight tickets is like kept in like a folder so by the time i have everything wow. that's good but mark for you how many times have you left the country only one time bro. two yeah. three times oh, three, three times oh, yeah. two oh, yeah, to mexico times. and, and then one, one to bali so you ain't got that literally i had like 10 12 countries to like have to fill in and stuff yeah. So your three places were like, or three times that you left the country were like that in the was past not my two problem, years. Though. That it was, not, was that like was not my problem. Here. And then like the yeah. addresses that you have it's to put. Oh. It's my residency things that is like really holding me back. I'm like, oh God. Because but I, I don't have like, the definitive dates of those. So. I feel like you, I don't know, it's tricky. Because it you is. don't even, your address is, Anyways, he's gonna yeah, do let's it. Not let get him recorded in this podcast. <laughs> let him like, do it. Hmm. Let's look into um, this guy. Let's fill it in right now, right here, live. <laughs> let's walk you through. Anyways, Therese, congratulations. Welcome. Yes, yes. Thank you. Welcome to the blue passport. I. I, the overwhelming people who have like commented and reacted like whoa I've never talked to you in years but thank you they're like congratulations and like I felt like they were in that journey with me so I appreciate all the love out there um, so yeah it's a, it's it like is a, a life, big deal a I just realized it is a big deal because yeah. yeah. you're not Filipino it. anymore Fuck. you're American well I think I think it's funny Filipino because heart. the the reactions you, you'll get from people in the Philippines it's definitely different than the reactions you'll get from people here. Exactly. Because they're like, welcome to a country that is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and in the, so Philippi- in the Philippines, they're like, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah. we have so much to fix here, but welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's also because like, you know, in the Philippines, yeah. Yeah. Like you yes. want to progress course. somewhere else. But also at the same time here, it's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> fun stuff. But yay. Um, Next Great step job. is for Mark. We'll see an update about that. But yeah. thank you all for being a part of my journey and for helping me test my um, test me on the little questionnaire. Who's the founding fathers? George Washington. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I Good still job, have it girl. in my memory. Um, but that that was that was getting me nervous. And then you'll like, forget about it. And then you right, it down girl. the toilet. Girl. Um, but yay! Um, thank you. And I just wanted to share that with a podcast beautiful Congrats. Congrats. congratulations you yes. are now a true american <laughs> well, you're a winner baby i'm a winner baby <laughs> Slay. Um, well thank you so much for joining our podcast i hope you had an enjoyable time listening to us and we will see you on the next episode yes yes, yes. again y'all my name is therese it's Mark. This is Erica. And I'm Eduardo. Thank you so much and goodbye. Bye. Later. I have a picture of my drawing. Lay it all on the table. Wave the flag, girl. Wave the flag. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>